Welcome, welcome everyone to Floor 42 of Corporate Courtney. I am your host, Courtney Johnson. And I wanted to thank everyone who reached out about my very last minute surgery. It went pretty okay. I think that we found the root cause of why I wasn't healing. I'm on the right medications and the surgery closed up and ready to start healing. But as I think I promised in the first season, so if you've been listening for a while, I did promise to keep it real, right? There are plenty of podcasts for black women who over glorify being in corporate America and are always super positive. And if that's the kick and the switch you need, that's awesome. But I always wanted this to be a real reflection of a real black woman working in corporate America. And so as I had this unexpected surgery, I ended up, so the surgery was last Thursday and I ended up taking Thursday and Friday off from work just because one, I was in surgery and I couldn't actually physically be working. And two, that Friday, I figured I was going to be still heavily under anesthetic and narcos and didn't necessarily know what I would feel like or be like and just wanted to give myself that day. And in my head, I thought, you know, giving myself Friday to heal, Saturday to rest, Sunday to rest, that I would physically be fine to work from home, you know, work out of my bed on Monday. And I wasn't. (laughs) And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, absolutely not, why wouldn't you just take off the whole week? I think that sometimes it gets so easy for us to be like, you know, these jobs don't care about us. You know, when you die, the next day your job posting is going to be on on their website. No one really cares. So you need to make sure that you're taking care of you. And that's a really good sentiment. And I think that that should always be the focus. But sometimes it's a lot easier said than done. I know kind of in my head, I've started kind of a new role. I don't know how much longer I can keep saying new, but there were things and and stuff I wanted to do, stuff I wanted to get tackled and get ahead of. And so having that unexpected break and pause and even just the the ability to do on-camera meetings was really a setback to me work-wise. And... I wanted to get back in play or at least get enough stuff done to make me feel like I was in a comfortable place enough to rest. Like I wasn't going to be able to rest and heal until I felt comfortable with where I was with my work situation, which is crazy, right? We get on this, this ride of trying to be successful and trying to make sure that we're doing things correctly and, and up to par. And we've we create these standards ourselves outside of like the things that you want to turn in for a job or like what goals you need to meet for a manager. You yourself want to do a good job. 
for the most part, a lot of people in corporate America are very much so type A people. So at the end of the day, regardless of what it's being judged on, you have expectations that you hold yourself to. And I think that's all a part of like self-efficacy, right? Like there is a need, right? A need to believe in your ability to succeed. And for a lot of people, and especially I I speak for myself or myself, a lot of that self-efficacy comes from my success at work. It has all my life, right? Like maybe I couldn't get things right at home. Maybe I was fighting with my parents, but I'm going to knock out these classes. I don't have to worry about, you know, whether my love life is up and down because I'm going to get into the classroom or into work and I'm gonna knock it out and it's gonna be great so when we're saying you know oh that job doesn't care about you you can let that you know go sometimes it's hard for you to separate your success as a human away from that those tasks I have for myself and how I want things to go are directly correlated to how I feel about myself am I a person that I can trust It's also part of like my control person, like my control issues, right? Like I have effect and I have control on this. And if I can knock it out, I can be great. But when I can't, I start to feel a little Debbie Downer on everything that I'm doing in every aspect of my life. And at no point do I want anyone to take away from this. What I'm doing is fine. Courtney does it. So it's fine. This is completely unhealthy. (laughs) right? I probably should have taken Monday off. And when I got to a place and a point where I could knock off a little early, I tried. And then I did a follow-up appointment on Tuesday where I had to go to the doctor's office. And because I've been flex, it took a long time for me to get to my doctor's office. But that completely stressed me out. I wasn't going to be able to work. I wasn't going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. And people were going to be looking for stuff. And for the most part, if I had said, well, I was out yesterday, you know, I'll get to it when I can get to it. The majority of the world would completely understand you had surgery less than a week ago. But to me, I was a ball of anxiety and stress because I thought the things that I wanted to tackle and do, I couldn't. And Tuesday, I was physically kind of tired and weak once I got out of the doctor's office. I mean, I had surgery and I'm suffering from some post-surgery complications. So Wednesday, I attempted to be Superwoman, and I had four back-to-back meetings. But by the time it hit four o'clock, I physically felt like I had been in a fight with a grizzly bear. I was tired, I was in pain, I was loopy, and by the time I got to that four o'clock meeting, I was being irritated by anything anyone asked of me, and Maybe it was irritating, but also I may have pushed myself a little too hard. By the time I finally logged off, which was probably two hours after five o'clock, because I felt like I wanted to tackle some of that stuff I missed, get myself ahead, get my ducks in a row. I'm very bad about saying that. I need to get my ducks in a row. I'll feel better once I have my ducks in a row. I need to get my feet underneath me. I was completely worn out. I what the medicine wasn't helping I couldn't focus I by the time I looked up I needed to just go to bed because I physically 
could not handle the stress of surgery and the stress of work. And really not the stress of work, but the stress I created from work. And in any other aspect, someone would say, you know, someone with such a high self-efficacy, you know, it's really good, you know, if you can tie that to like your workplace. Like if I have a lot on my plate, I can say, you know, in the past I've been able to, you know, do X, Y, and Z to get things done. So I'll know I'll be able to do it this time. But in this case, and in this instance, I've had this push that said, you know, I can push through being down from surgery and continue to be successful in the things that I need to tackle for work. And I've come to a point where I physically cannot do that. And so it's driving me a little mad or it's making me a lot iller. Iller probably isn't a word, but the same sentiment goes to everything you've ever heard about a workaholic. They tell you that it's so negative to be a workaholic. You don't want to hire a workaholic. You know, they they work on vacation, they work late hours and and in this case I'm 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 working late hours, but it's also that need that I need to work even harder during the working hours, right? Like I I should be spinning faster. The wheel should be going a lot faster even during those hours. And so a lot of that, you know, scientists and psychologists have studied is outside of just working long hours, there's a part of that workaholic aspect or personality type where, you know, you're starting to get other psychological needs out of that need to work, right? You've got feelings of guilt and shame. And so you're, you're overworking to get rid of them. And it, it leads to psychological disorders such as depression, anxiety, um, over compulsive disorder. And it truly isn't healthy. But for the most part, most of the cure is cut back, kick your feet up, be okay. And that doesn't just get fixed overnight, right? If you're truly a workaholic or you're truly someone who's battling something and using being great at work to solve it, you can't cure it overnight. But what you can do is take pauses and assess for yourself, right? It took me going, it took me running myself into the ground on Tuesday to go, okay, maybe I, or on Wednesday, maybe I overdid it, right? I was trying to fix something here about making myself feel better and having a little more control. And I've made myself sick, essentially. And what I need to do is give it a break, take a step back. But if you aren't aware of how your life is moving and how you're working, you're not going to take that step back. You're just going to say, I was tired yesterday, but I'm great today and I'll go again until I run myself ragged again. And if you continue on with that, the symptoms could be way worse. You don't have to have surgery or already be in a compromised state for you to work yourself into an exhausted state where you may have physical symptoms from it. So for for 42, this is a warning to all my listeners. Stop. Reassess why you're working so hard. Reassess if you're able to pull away or if you do have guilt and shame around when you do pull away. And start to make smaller steps to figuring out what you can do to get rid of that feeling. 
and how you can start to take better care of yourself. But you aren't alone. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, well, there's something wrong with you. You need to go get a fix. But you aren't alone in that being something wrong with you. And don't be ashamed to reach out to a licensed professional to talk through some of those feelings and some of those learnings because your health does matter. And I get it. There are other needs that you're satisfying with that that work and that that trying. And it may be where your comfort zone is right now, but it's something you're going to have to break out of. Something I'm going to have to break out of. But we'll try to do it together. And that's all I have for you guys this week. Very short episode, but like I said, I'm going to try and do better and take care of myself. So if you have any stories or thoughts or experiences of something of the like, please send them to the corporate Courtney podcast at gmail.com or you can find me on social media at underscore corporate court and I'd love to share it on the next podcast or or at least mention other ways that people have dealt with this or have related to this so thank you and until next time toodles it's Courtney who's the girl who loves to ski it's Courtney it's Courtney